Economic news on SAFM. Facts and figures you can count on. The Asian markets continue to fall, Maudi. Uh, the Nikkei are leading declines there down by over 1%. Sakina, that's been the theme for um, the larger part of this week. I mean, we've had um, these geopolitical uh, tensions that's been impacting on the market, you know, overshadowing some of the economic news that we've seen come through. Um, you've mentioned the news out of China, the economic data that came through out of China, um, also some uh, economic data that came through from the um, from Australia as well, the employment figures out of Australia, really positive gains there, um, showing that the Australian uh, employment um, continues to really improve. But a big focus has been on the geopolitical tension between the U.S., um, of course, um, what's happening in Syria and also Russia. Um, you know, the U.S., is caught in a very peculiar position, having to deal with, you know, two issues, really. One, um, the Syrian situation, uh, where there is the Russia on the one side and then the U.S. on the other side. In the middle, it's Syria, of course, um, having to deal with those issues. And we saw uh, the Secretary of State yesterday um, in Moscow um, really uh, criticizing Russia for for its um, uh, close ties with Syria, given what's been happening there in Syria, um, a lot of pressure and tension between Russia and, and the U.S., really worrying the markets and, and, and really concerns around stability in that in that area. And then on the other hand, the U.S. having to deal with uh, the North Korea uh, situation, um, and we know that um, North Korea has been very aggressive, you know, determined to proceed with the nuclear testing. And another issue that's really worrying for the, for the markets, um, on the other side is China, uh, and, and in the middle it's uh, North Korea, of course. And um, But I think what's positive from that particular one is that it looks like China-U.S. Um, relations are really improving. I mean, we saw, we had the statement out of, um, from Donald Trump yesterday, um, going back on, on his statement that he had made previous, uh, previously about China being a currency manipulator. He's retracted on those statements. It looks like really um, the U.S. and or Donald Trump trying very hard to uh, to you know to try and fix the damage, uh, you know, to try and really come into a good to, to, to fix the relationship with China so that he can deal uh, with North Korea. So that's very encouraging from that front. But certainly still worrying when it comes to Russia-Syria relationship. And we've seen uh, this impact on the markets uh, this morning in Asia. We've seen some negativity. Um, in particular, the Japanese market leading those big uh, lines. We've seen uh, the dollar yen continues to really fall. We're now back below the 109 on the dollar yen, and this is primarily because we've got the yen uh, um, strengthening on, you know, as a safe haven, uh, as investors seek safe haven. We've seen the Swiss franc also appreciate. We've seen gold price appreciate as the investors are continuing to seek some safe haven. Um, investments. Um, Australian also down despite all those positive economic data. But overall, negative picture in, in, in Asia. And of course, Donald Trump's statements about the dollar being too strong, Maud? No, certainly that's very, um, you know, again, Donald Trump, I mean, really finding himself under, under a very difficult position. Gray. I remember when he came into power, you know, the market was quite optimistic and we saw the dollar really appreciate quite aggressively. We were up just um, around 9%, um, you know, a couple of weeks after his election. And now we've fallen back to almost 
the levels that that the dollar was before his elections. And this is because primarily because the market has, has somehow lost a bit of confidence in Donald Trump's um, ability to drive that reflationary um, uh, trade. Um, it looks like the market is now suddenly coming to terms with the fact that that's going to take um, a little bit of time for, for him to have that, uh, to, imp- to, to implement those policies, uh, which would, would have obviously supported the dollar. Uh, we've seen the dollar, the, the dollar, the U.S. dollar come come back down, and and also Donald Trump realizing that the stronger dollar is certainly impacting negatively for the U.S. economy, uh, which will be contra, you know, which will be opposite of what he wants uh, for the U.S. economy. And of course, he's continued to talk very negative about the dollar, and we saw it last last night. Uh, the dollar really uh, continued to fall against all the uh, major currencies, in particular the rand. We saw the rand um, appreciate against the uh, the U.S. dollar. That's very positive, I must say, for, for the South African economy because um, with all these negativities around the dollar, certainly boosting our rent, uh, but also boosting the commodities um, such as gold, your coppers, because all these commodities are priced in dollar, in the U.S. dollar. Um, the, any weaknesses in the U.S. dollar is certainly helping, and I think it will be a positive um, for, for the South African economy if we continue to, to see these uh, commodity prices recover.